The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode four of Tales from the Collectiverse, and uh, we're glad that you're back here for uh, another round of collecting toys and talking about all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm Ed Campbell of Snowhawk Cosplay, and with me is Brian Parent from True North Nerds. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Ah, can't complain. How's been the last month of oh, collecting toys and it, it, buying all the good stuff? Like every other month, it started slow, thinking, oh, wow, I'm not going to have much to talk about next episode as far as new stuff. And then my wallet got emptied and my bank account hurts and I've got a lot of new, new really cool stuff. Well, I'm looking at my list here because I thought the same thing. It wasn't going to be much. And then when you start looking at the list, and it's like, holy smokes, like everything just happened to come in. I had a bunch of pre-orders and stuff. Okay. Um, I only had one pre-order. Yeah, so they all just sort of hit at the same time. But And as far as checking out the shelves, um, no, I didn't really see too much. Now, here in Ontario, we're under a lockdown again, so yeah. that's sort of changing things. We're going to talk about that a little bit more later, but... Uh, yeah, they didn't really get lucky on the lucky on the toy aisles, but I did get lucky on ordering online and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, same here. I think uh, looking at where I got all my stuff this this month, and it's either you know I got lucky on the auction site, got some really good deals there. Uh, I I did a I did a curbside pickup for the first time. Yeah. So. Well. How about, why don't we just jump into it? So yep. six figures a month. So what are your six figures this oh, month? Six figures, more than six figures. Uh, we'll start with the smallest one. I bought a Funko Pop of a Kool-Aid package. A Kool-Aid with package? feet and arms and don't, eyeballs. Don't you already have a Kool-Aid, like a Kool-Aid man? I have a small Funko. Kool-Aid man. Okay. And I've got the, there's a, there was a Target exclusive, six, oh, no, sorry, 12-inch, kool-aid man like so the size of a kool-aid jug target exclusive meaning not available in canada unless you know where to look which i don't yeah. i have a friend in florida she picked one up for me then the border got closed so i have a kool-aid man who lives in florida right now it's living in her closet i keep teasing her and asking her did she take him out and take him on adventures and stuff yeah. but and send photos but i haven't got those yet so but one of these days i will have a like kool-aid jug sized kool-aid man well i figure if the border wasn't restricted the way it has been over the past year i would have had the classified gi joe viper and firefly i think a few of us might have had them because you would have bought as many as you could yeah because i uh 
pretty much most of the places I go to for work, there are targets. Oh yeah. And I spent a lot of time in targets when I was in the States. So hopefully, hopefully the border can open up and I still use my work visa. (laughs) I only have a year left on my work visa. So I hope it doesn't, my work visa doesn't expire before I can go back and work in the States. Jeez. Uh, don't go back and forth, or you want to? No, you just you keep finish going? up your list, and then I'll okay. So I got a few more things. Um, I ended up getting a Dagobah Luke on a five, as a five dollar. Actually, you got me. A, you, no, I didn't get oh, it. Oh, Brent you. must have got it for me then. But I got it too. Yeah, a five dollar Friday deal. Yep. Uh, I got. Oh, I picked up another McFarland DC multiverse figure. This time I grabbed uh, the Last Night on Earth Batman. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. It's uh, one of these multiverse comic storylines, and so this Batman's kind of—he's in like a, almost like a, a hospital gown, a hospital, like a mental hospital outfit, mm-hmm. and with a big W on it, and he walks around with a Joker head in a jar. Hmm. So I was like, "Yeah, that's a cool story, and it's a cool figure." Finally, got my hands on Kit Fisto. Okay, uh, he was one of my auction site pickups. Probably paid a little bit more than retail. Probably paid about con price on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so now I finally have one though, so I'm good there. I got a snow speeder. Mm-hmm. I got the Star Wars six inch scale black series snow speeder, probably for about half price from the from the auction site too. So mm-hmm. those were my auctions. Oh, that and my uh, one dollar Nerf laser gun <laughs> rifle. Um, it was one of those that's on the site and nobody bid on it, so I was like, I'll bid a, I'll put a dollar down on this, mm-hmm. and I won it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> It'll be a great for repaint. It's yep. got lights and sound. So it'll be it'll be a cool cosplay rifle. Just gotta paint it. Yep. Uh, and then oh, I, my brother picked this one up for me because he owed me money. So I told him to buy me this, the ubiquitous uh, diorama set by Nova. Mm-hmm. It's one of these modular sets. You got a bunch of those pieces of plastic that snap together, and you can make all kinds of configurations. I think I've posted fi- uh, at least yeah. I've posted pictures of it on our Instagram. No, you posted a video on. Did I do the video up on yep. that one? Okay, yeah, I couldn't you, remember you what did. Uh, what's in the box? And yes, I did. And how to put it together? So if uh, yeah, jump over to the Instagram page and you can watch watch what Ryan's talking about. Yeah, no, that was, that was pretty fun. I have to play around with it some more, take some more pictures, and then my other two big pickups were my pre-order of the Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. From mm-hmm. Hasbro Pulse came in, and just this week was released here in Canada, uh, the Egon Spangler Proton Wand. And I have yes, I have the Maddie Collector one. Do I need two Proton Wands? And yes. my answer is yes. yes, yes, I need two Proton Wands. Shut up and leave me alone. Yeah. So now I have two Proton Wands. They're very different. Uh, and um, I think we're going to probably do a review later too. So look for look for that. Yeah. If it's not already out, it'll be coming out. Hopefully, yeah, just check or, out. We'll have uh, what's in the box with uh, the proton ones. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it went from being a slow month of I bought a Funko to a big month of I got some big some big toys. Yeah. Well, I, and and I bought some more comics too. I got some really cool added to my collection. I'm not really a cover collector. Like I just buy the books I like to read mm-hmm. but Mike they did a Marvel did a set of uh, monthly all month they did each week a couple of releases of Michael Cho variant covers yep and he's got the very basic the like, two-tone color style that I really like so I, I had a couple of books that are on my list that were done up that were had those covers so I picked them up then I'm like oh 
well, this this Hulk one looks kind of cool, and this Avengers one, and this Captain America. Next thing I know, I think I've got 12 of them now. I mm-hmm. think I got the whole, I'm missing the Avengers or new, it's an Avengers one with Ant-Man and the Wasp on it. Okay. Uh, the store is supposed to be bringing it in for me, and then I'll have them all. Now I just need some nice frames, and I wanted to make, like, maybe, like, frame them up on the wall and have, like, a nice big, like, Michael Cho wall yep. of all these covers. But, uh. That's where all my money went this month. How about you? What did you spend your money on? Uh, let's see here. Well, top of the list, uh, I've got that $5 Dagobah Luke that uh, you got as well from EB Games. Yeah, there's been some good $5 Friday deals this month. Uh, this past week, there was a bunch of great ones. Oh, I wish I could have gone into stores. Yeah. They had that, uh, the Peter the photographer Peter Parker, mm-hmm. which I've got that one, but I could have totally take another. Well, especially you could just swap the heads. Yeah. And um, also with the $5 Fridays, the, you know, these weren't ones I bought, but the ones I saw were the DC Multiverse ones for the McFarlane run. Oh, there was two Batmans, an animated Batman yeah, so and, was and the animated Batman, Thousand Detective. Batman. There was animated Superman, animated Green Lantern. There was some Dragon Ball Z figures. Yep. And there was also um, G.I. Joe Classified. Was there? Yep. Oh, I missed that one. Who was it? Roadblock. Oh, okay. Which which one? Um. First, first wave. Okay, yeah. So, so not the uh, not not uh, Cobra Island. No, <laughs> I guess that that would be yeah because they shouldn't you know, they shouldn't have Cobra Island one. Well, they wouldn't have Cobra Island, and then there's the new repaint roadblock. Yeah, but it would have been original roadblock. So I would have picked up probably another one for five bucks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> on the auction site, I'm currently winning. I think a dollar for a Duke, <laughs> just because it's like why not? Yeah. Um, okay, so $5 Luke. Uh, I picked up a Shockwave from the Cyberverse Netflix series. Oh, okay, yeah, the, uh, which scale is that one? I forget. But, Titan uh, Voyager class? I don't know, big one. It was the this, Voyager class, not Titan. Oh, because, yeah, well, there's some, okay. that, we'll talk about that in the new release. So it's the, it's the $70 one. Um, I was at Toys R Us in Belleville, and they're on for 50% off. Nice. So I got them for... 35 bucks. Yeah, that's totally worth 35 and, bucks, that uh, figure. I almost had them at Christmas time, but it was buy one, get one free. And so I had the Optimus Prime, but Optimus wasn't part of the deal. So I'd left both on the counter and walked yeah. out. So I finally got uh, Shockwave, which uh, I post on Instagram, what's in the box. Um, I was in a value village and I picked up the Atari flashback console. Oh, okay, cool. So it is the one with 110 Atari games on it. Oh, you found that at Value Village? Yeah, it was only like twenty bucks. Came with two controllers and the and the flashbacks. So after I picked it up, because I've been, um, you know, basically during the beginning of the pandemic, I've spent a lot of money on vintage video games, and picked up an Atari Retron seventy seven. Well, part of like I wanted to go get Frogger and Crystal Castles and all that, and I paid top dollar for those. They're all included in this retron or this uh, flashback machine. And you've tried it and it works? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, crap, I paid like 30 bucks for Frogger for cartridge, and it was inclu- included in this flashback console for 20 bucks. So time to sell the rest of those. <laughs> well, I thought about selling the rest of them, but then, you know, I thought, well, what happens if this flashback thing craps well, out? Well, I realized now you can put those aside and save them yep. for when the flashback machine craps out. Yeah. Um, and then after I got Shockwave, I started looking at the uh, Optimus Prime or my Optimus Prime and Shockwave Uh-oh. shelf. And Ed's falling down the Transformer hall. 
Yeah. So I really wanted a, a really good Optimus Prime, so I went and picked up the um, the red robot enhanced design. Okay. Optimus Prime. I've been looking. I, yeah, I want. I want to look at that later because yep. they um, they came out. Uh, what was that in the fall? And then looks like it was like the next wave came out, but they re-released Megatron and Optimus. And Optimus. And, yep. So I thought about it, and he comes with the Matrix. So to me, that was you know that was worth it. it he's Shorter than what you think he should be, but when he's on the shelf, he's the same size as G1 Optimus Prime from back in the 80s. So yeah. I'm I'm pretty happy with him. Um, I also ordered a bunch of books on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. It was the Rank and File books by James Cavanaugh. Okay. And it's the collector series books for um, G.I. Joe. Um, I also posted a quick video of it on uh, what's in the what's in the box. It's really helped with uh, sorting stuff here in the bunker for G.I. Joe because instead of going online to yojo.com, I can just flip through the book to find out you know, when the figure came out, what accessories should be with it. It's more fun to do it with, with a book too. Well, and instead of going on the computer and doing it all, you just have well, the book saying, and you yeah, flip you, through. And you can flip through the book anytime you want. You just yep. read, um, read about I Joe's. James, uh, James was a special guest at uh, one of the – Canadian G.I. Joe cons. Okay. And so James was a really cool guy. I spent a lot of time with him years and years and years ago when, uh, you know, I was pretty active on the Joe Canuck website and all that kind of stuff. Um, then, of course, uh, I also ordered Superior Snake, Captain, or uh, Corporal Commander. <laughs> so it showed up because um, that was, what, September or something like that? We did yeah. pre orders on it. And it's basically the same Cobra Commander that they've already released a couple times because I have both the uh, the wide retail Cobra Commander and I have the exclusive variant. Yeah, the that dark was, the dark blue and the baby blue. Yeah, the the Pulse exclusive one. Well, the 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 new Superior Gold oh. one. Basically, it's the same figure just with gold, but gold and black and red. Yeah, but then the box is completely worth it. Oh yeah, from the, from a as a as a designer, a graphic designer, the. When I opened the package, I opened it up backwards, mm-hmm. so I didn't even see the artwork on the front. I just saw the slip cover from the back, opened it up, and then saw the the workings on the back to because the way it folds out. I'm like, what what the hell is this all about? And then I turned it around and opened the pack, and I'm like, oh, this this is cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. A little uh, bit expensive, but oh, yeah, I figure it's but, a convention. It was a convention exclusive. Yeah, That's what the, it was really supposed to be. Like if. If New York Comic Con happened, that would have been a New York Comic Con exclusive. Well, I think it would have been a San Diego if San Diego would have happened, and we might have been able to get it at Fan Expo. Yeah. Well, wasn't Pimp Daddy supposed to be San Diego exclusive? No, because it was wide released everywhere now, right? We got that at EB. Gotcha. Anyways, um, then on top of that, I had ordered Wave 1 of Masters Universe Origins, so I ended up getting Beastman, Tila... Man at Arms and Evil Inn. Nice. So I ordered those on uh, Big Bad Toy Store because I missed them completely on retail. Never seen them back. So I grabbed them. And then I got really lucky uh, down in London at Toys R Us. I picked up Ninjor, Triclops, Stratos, and Hordak. So wow, that was that's wave... a lot of Motu this month for you. Yep. And so that was wave four of Master of the Universe. And... Um, 
So the only two I'm missing right now is Scareglow and Orco. And I have seen those at retail back in September. Yeah. But I didn't have He-Man and Skeletor yet. And I'm like, eh, why am I going to buy these ones when I don't have those ones? And then like a day later, I found He-Man and Skeletor. And then I went back to get Orco and Scareglow and they were gone. Do you have Ram Man and... Uh is it, who's the other new uh, high, the, the, uh, Ram Man? I have not seen in retail yet. I saw a post that it started showing up this week. Okay, so I don't have Ram Man yet. I and have is it Clap, not, Clamp Champ. Is it Clamp Champ that yep. comes with? Yeah, I, I got lucky. I found Clamp Champ and the uh, Deluxe or Battle oh, Armor. Okay. So uh, you're just missing Ram Man then. Yep, nice. Ram Man's the only one I'm missing. So, and that's about it for collectibles uh the only other thing i picked up that um you know i collect movies and uh wonder woman 1984 came out uh two weeks ago oh shit did it yep i totally missed that so i picked it up on uh, 4k oh nice uh, now i got a new 4k tv and the new 4k player and i thought my first 4k movie was batman 89 but i figured wonder woman 84 would be the true 4K experience because then it's oh yeah it was something shot at that level versus yeah, it, an it would have been shot at 4K definition yeah so I'm looking forward to seeing Wonder Woman 84 again um, on the in the, 4K for the first time yeah and I I enjoyed Wonder Woman 84 I oh no was, yeah no. I thought it was great so. I think I liked the first one better well, the first one is by far a better movie, yeah. but there was a lot of things in Wonder Woman 84 that I really enjoyed, and I, I thought they did well. So, And I like the fact that it is a throwback to, you know, especially old guys like me who grew up watching Christopher Reeve, Superman, and Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. So, Anyways, uh, so let's kick her over to our next segment here of Future Figure Files. Yeah. So, what have you got on your list? I got a few things on mine. Well, I know a few things that are on your list. I won't. I'll, I'll leave them for you. Um, so, I guess in this time, do it perfectly because yesterday, the last two days, I guess was Hasbro PulseCon something yeah. or FanFest or something. Yeah. Like. So, if we recorded a, a week earlier, we would have missed all this, and then you'd find out the future figure files in May. Yeah. But because PulseCon was yesterday, we got a lot of goodies. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I was expecting to come out of it, but still a lot of, you know, I'm kind of happy like watching it. It's like, okay, good. My wallet's not going to be totally empty because of this stuff. There's a few things, but then there's a few others that I won't. But. Well, there's, we're not into 100% everything that Hasbro does. Exactly. We're just, you know, like I saw a bunch of releases on um, Power Rangers. Well, I don't do Power Rangers. No. So I'm a, I'm a miss on that. Same. Um same like they, no, they posted all the GI Joe stuff. Yes. So the GI Joe Origins movie, or the, sorry, Snake the Snake Eyes, Eyes Origins GI Joe figures. So there's five in that wave: uh, Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Baroness, Akiko, and Scarlet. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. The minute it comes out, um, that was about all that they really posted for Joe stuff, and a couple motorcycles. Yeah, I didn't quite see the pictures on them, but yeah, so some, I saw them. There was a few things leaked the day before, yeah, through other other websites and stuff. So they didn't post much as far as Ghostbusters. I didn't see anything from Ghostbusters, yeah. which is disappointing. But they could be either still sitting on stuff or really don't have much more because of the you no know, the movie keeps getting bounced around. Yeah, 
Um, Transformers had some interesting stuff. Yeah, the the one on my list was the auto-changing Optimus. Yeah, that was really cool. That was pretty cool. Um, Other than the fact that you tell him, okay, Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime, convert instead of telling him, okay, transform to get him to transform. Yeah, I think you'd be better off if you transform and roll out. Yeah. Like, Maybe they figure that you can't, you know, because you'd say the word transformers so much around a transformer yeah. that it would constantly be transforming. And I, I like the design of them. It looks cool. I don't know what the price point is. Oh, I imagine the price point is over 100 bucks. Well, he does look pretty much G1. Cabo oh, yeah. over Peterbilt, but and they used they, they got Peter Cullen to do the voice. Yeah, so it's just cool. So I'm I was kind of excited for that one. Um, and the more closer to our price range, they released they announced another Titan class uh, transformer. So like the the Metroplex size mm-hmm. ones. Uh, they're doing the Arc. Yep, I saw that one. Um, robot mo- robot mode didn't impress me, but the vehicle mode like as the Arc, mm-hmm. it looks like the Arc. Well, did the Ark ever really transform into a vehicle no. at all? No, it, it wasn't a transformer. It was a vehicle. Yeah. But I think in the comics or in some other versions, it has over time, but not in G1. But if, you know, I'm not going to, you know, when it comes down to my transformers, I like my start, my shockwave and my Optimus Prime. Yeah. That's it. But it'd be neat if they did have the Ark and it was big enough that you could have like a couple transformers like stepping out of it. So... One of the things that comes with it is a Teletran one, okay, to scale with the latest run. So this, you know, to go with the the new Netflix cartoon there that you can have Transformers standing in front of it, and it's got like the little uh, the little uh, drone that shoots out. Mm-hmm. They came out to find their new transforming modes and stuff, and it's got a little screen on it, and so the, it does come with that. So there's that's a plus. Um, let's see the other. Oh, there's also a new Rodimus Prime. I did see that. And I like me a Rodimus Prime. I'm a hot rod Rodimus Prime guy. You're Shockwave. I'm I'm hot rod Rodimus Prime. Yeah, I saw that where it was more, yeah, it was the. Looked like the motorhome. Yeah. Uh, Autobot leader. Yeah. Um, Some of the Marvel stuff. uh, The one that jumped out at me, like there was a whole bunch of like the Armor Wars stuff. Or the yeah, there's a re, there's a new Riri and uh, yeah, the one that jumped out at me that I had to have was the Infinity Saga Thor. Yeah, that's this gonna be a must buy. Yeah, it looks just like you know, you know. Yes, the movie's a few years old now, but that's why they can make a toy that looks like that he does at the end of the movie now because they can see what it looks like at the end of the movie. They don't yep. have to go off of concept art or you know things that can be changed on the set or before the movie's released. Yeah. Then when it comes down to Marvel Legends and Thor, I have Dark World Thor. I have Infinity War Thor, so I have to get, yeah. you know, Infinity Saga Thor, I have to get him. Um, the only one I really missed out was, was like, Lebowski Thor. Yeah. But I wasn't buying all the pieces for exactly. that. Yeah, that's a builder figure. It's tough. Yeah. They, they may release that one on his own one of these days. Uh, I think I think it would sell well if they did. Um, keeping with Marvel, the one I was super excited for is the two-pack of Domino and Cannonball. I liked the way they first showed it. They showed it off as a a one-and-a-half figure set, and they showed Domino with just Cannonball's legs. Yeah. Because that was, you know, the the original Cannonball that came out a year or two ago now. Yeah. 
didn't have legs. It had the exploding bottom part, right? And so was, the, a lot of people's complaint was, oh, it doesn't have legs. And so some people modded it and gave them legs. And But the, so now then they did show this one comes with an upper half as well. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that one because I'm, you know, my rule is X-Men rule. It's either all X-Men or no X-Men. So I do the no X-Men thing. But now that when it comes down to action figures, like I don't buy any X-Men. Um, the only exception to the rule has been X-Force because I loved like I was, I'm a huge X-Force comic fan. I love X-Force. So I have Shatterstar. I've got Cannonball. I got Boom Boom. Um, I missed out on Sunspot because Sunspot wasn't really my favorite. Yeah. Um, I missed out on Cable, but I'll probably pick this up because I love Cannonball. So then to have Cannonball and Domino. And there's been a few different com- uh, like comic book versions of Cable that, you know, if you really looked around once, you know, yeah. once toy shows and Comic Cons and stuff started Oh, I figure again, I'll be able, be able to find, to find a, a comic book version of Cable, no problem. Yeah. My wish list, as far as X-Force goes, I want a Richter. Okay. Because like Richter and uh, Shatterstar were basically a couple in the comic book. Oh, okay. And I was always a fan. Like when you get up into like issue, you know, in the 30s and 40s of the original X-Force run, um, that's where Shatterstar and Richter became more the forefront of the X-Force. And, you know, cause like Sunspot was gone by then. And, and that's why, like, I, I want a Richter. Okay. And I loved Shatterstar. Like I, Shatterstar was amazing. I absolutely loved him in the comic book. That's why, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed the way Shatterstar was represented in the movie because, <laughs> you know, to me, that's not. Well, he may, have, he may have survived after Deadpool went back and changed things. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, no, I just loved Shatterstar in the comic books, and and he looked uh, good in the in the movie though. Like he yeah. looked like him. Yeah, yeah. So, now if we can get Richter, um, let's see. Um, I guess going back to GI Joe, there's a free comic book day pack of GI Joe Mini Mates coming out. Oh, okay. Didn't hear about those. Yep. So they're. Uh, that's going to be a free comic book day exclusive, which who knows what's going to happen this year with free comic book day yeah. with pandemics and all that kind of stuff. Especially something like that you should probably, if you're looking for it, reach out to, to the local to our to Mark. Yeah. See if, he's, if he can bring it in for you. Well, there's, I'm trying not to buy everything GI Joe, but if I come across it. Oh, okay. Um, and then the only other thing I have on my list is the NECA gargoyles figures. Didn't we talk about those last month? I don't no? think so because okay. I have it on this. Okay, I I, I didn't remember. It's you okay. guys might have talked about it on the on the main store or oh, the main show. I may have brought it up on the main show. Yeah, yeah. you might have You're talked right. it on the main show because no, last month uh, the no. only thing on my list was like Wandavision and the Kenner Ghostbusters stuff. But uh, no, yeah, the no, Neca, these, Neca these, gargoyles. Necker's knocking it out of the park again. Yep. If we, the last time I looked or heard some things, that there was still some talk that it may not be available in Canada right away. Mm-hmm. It may be like the movie Ninja Turtle figures were, but uh, the look of that Goliath with those with that wingspan and the, the articulation and just the detail. Oh, 
Like, I'm not a huge Gargoyles fan, but I'm going to pick one of those up for sure. Yeah. If anything, just you, you get it and you perch it in a corner of a, of a, on top of a bookcase somewhere and be like, yeah, this is my Gargoyle in the house watching over stuff. Well, it's, uh, I'm loving what NECA's doing. I love a lot of NECA stuff. I actually just thinking real quick with NECA, they actually, what I forgot to mention in the six figures report was, uh, I ended up getting the Michael Myers 2018 movie ultimate NECA figure. Oh, nice. Yes. So it has multiple heads with bunch of multiple hands on multiple melee weapons. And then I also got the Amazon exclusive that never was an exclusive on Amazon because your orders got canceled that I end up getting from big bad toy stores. So I did get the storm shadow. So sorry, just had to add that in. Yeah, I was say, my, you know, uh, future. I thought of it when you were fingers. talking about toys earlier. I didn't have it on my list, but it's, uh, uh but it's sitting there. He's staring at you. He's like, staring you forgot about me. me. Uh, anything else you have on your future figure report? Uh, the one thing that I have, uh, so we did some, we did get a lot from Star Wars, from uh, from Hasbro Fan Fest, a few new uh, Black Series figures. There's an um, oh, an Aura Singh, the bounty hunter. Yeah, they were they're finally doing a figure of her. It looks really cool. Uh, and then uh, they're doing another helmet in their helmet series. This time it's Wedge's helmet. Yep, I actually have that on my list there. The and then the other thing to go from props from Marvel Legends side, they're doing an Eye of Ogum- Eye of Ogamoto yep. that you can remove. Like you can cl- the the dude you know, move it around and it covers the stone, and then but you can also open it up and actually remove the, the time. stone, yeah. the time stone from it. And if I didn't already have a metal Eye of Ogamoto in my Marvel props area, I'd be looking to buy this one because you know I'm just gonna have lights and sounds. But I've got a metal one already that it does what it needs to do for me for Doctor Strange. So, well, I as soon as I saw that one that you could remove it, um, uh, I'm I was in talks to get a Doctor Strange cosplay. Well, as you say, I remember at one point we talked about you doing. You no, know, this was years ago too, where you talked about possibly doing Doctor Strange. Well, I have, I. I've put my name on a suit that was made and the person who made it said, yes, you could have it. Um, I just haven't, you know, with the pandemic, I just never been able to hook up and get it. So hopefully I can restart those talks and try to get that uh, Dr. Strange suit because I have um, just a small pendant of the eye of Agamotto. And then I have a 3d printed one. I bought back when I was at, uh, Calgary Expo. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. So, well, if you get your costume and you need a, 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 a you can borrow mine. I'll let you borrow my time stone because that's what friends do. Yep. Um, the only we other let each thing other I, play with our toys. The only other thing I saw with Star Wars was the uh, um, Black Series three and three quarter. There, a lot of the. Um, Return Jedi, so like they're going to have the three and th- new release three and three quarter yeah. Han Solo. Um, oh, and they're doing another. I think uh, Blue Blue Squad leader. They're doing an X wing. Yeah. I think the, the that's the one from uh, Rogue One. So that's. I haven't been buying a lot of Star Wars toys anyway, so I, I no. I would get well. I, I haven't either, you know, except for the snow speeder I got this this month, and uh, the Luke and the Kit Fisto and. Yeah. But, uh, 
Well, I think we tapped out here on the future. Yeah, files. that's pretty good. So, okay. Uh, now over to talking toys. And this subject could be a sensitive one, but it was one of the ideas I wanted to talk about. So as we're recording, we here in Ontario are in another lockdown. So by the time this episode is released, you're going to be about a week into a lockdown with a stay-at-home order. And one of the things that is happening within retail here in Ontario is a lot of retail stores have gone to curbside pickup. Yep. But some of these stores that, you know, especially Walmart, that has essentials like pharmacy, groceries and pharmacy, pharmacy and grocery and, and all that like kind that. of stuff. Yep. They've been roping off and the, plastic wrapping and barricading the, the rest of the store, what yep. they consider non-essentials. Non and included in that is, you know, the toy aisle. Your toys, your movies, your games. So my big question is, is action figures, collectibles, toys, movies, video games, are they essential? For myself, over this past year of the pandemic, I've bought more toys over this past year because like leading up to 2020, I didn't buy a lot of toys anymore. No. I was putting all my money into cosplay. Yep. Now, it doesn't help uh, hurt that uh, some of those toys are G.I. Joe's, and we all know that you've got a soft spot for G.I. Joe. Well, also, you know, there's been, like, my G.I. Joe was put away for six years. Yep. And then came out. And then, you know, my, my Marvel Universe figures were put away for four or five years, and I dug them out. And then I got my hands on the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle NECA set, and the DC multiverse came out at the beginning of the pandemic. So the yep. McFarlane run. So my toys have expanded a lot. I've redesigned my office to have more toys on display. You built a bunker. Well, I built a bunker here for my Joes. Um, so for me, you know, my stress levels, my toys have been one part of it. I can't cosplay as much. No. You can't go and do photo shoots. You can't go to Comic-Cons. So I'm spending my money on something. So my money's been spent on toys. And to me, it's an essential thing because it's a stress relief. Yeah. Even if I'm going into Walmart to go and get, you know, a loaf of bread, a dozen eggs, I just walk over to the toy aisle real quick. Look, okay, nothing new's come out. Yeah, just take a look around. And, and it's not like I'm looking at you it. Know, I can see why they want to rope off the area to keep people from browsing. Because in all honesty, there ain't nothing to do right now. No. So people are going into the stores and just browsing or just shopping or just killing time walking up and down the aisles. Yeah. But like. Well, it really comes down to what this is the kind of measure that should have been done months ago. Like. Maybe the first time when they shut everything, you know, and and that's the other thing too. If you'd have done this early on and taken it, uh, you know, when you put us the first lockdown and you had locked down to this kind of extent, then maybe people would have taken things a little more seriously then, and you wouldn't have your big hotspots or you know you would have had your problems like we ended up having where people would be leaving their zone that was locked down to go to another zone that's not locked down then causing that zone to have a flare up and get locked down and then the whole province gets locked down again. But do lockdowns help? That's that's a question that'll be answered by smarter people than me 
after everything's done. Now, the other thing is, and and I believe this is a two-pronged thing, and yep. you and I talked about it briefly before. So, okay, non-essentials are blocked off at Walmart. Now, also other non-essential places like Toys R Us or EB Games, they are closed for curbside only. Yep. Now, trying to buy stuff curbside. Okay, yesterday you bought a Proton Wand. Yes. Curbside. And my experience in this instance with the Toys R Us website was pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, I went online, placed my order, picked my store. It was in stock, paid for it, got my order confirmation. And maybe it took about half an hour, 45 minutes to get my email that said, hey, your order's ready. Come pick it up. At Christmas time, I picked up the Deadpool Negasonic Teenage Warhead two-pack curbside. Yep. The store was open. But it was also like two days before Christmas, and I said, screw that. I'm not even going to bother going into a Toys R Us at Christmas. They can bring it out to me. So as far as that way, the Toys R Us website, very handy to purchase something. Yeah, if they have it on On their side. On the other side is the Toys R Us website, the Walmart website. They suck. Yep. They They suck for stock. Yeah, because they don't show what actually is in stock. Yep. Or what's even in the stores. Like, you know, there's multiple stuff in the stores that you can go in and see it on the shelf. It's not on the website. Yep. Um, one of the biggest examples for me on that has been the Masters Universe stuff. I look online for Masters Universe stuff on the Toys R Us website. They got nothing. Yep. But you go into store and they got a whole bunker full of like Roboto and She-Ra and Merman. And yep. I'm like, well, why aren't you putting this stuff online? Yeah. How come I couldn't buy this online and do delivered to home or curbside pickup. Yep. And that's, I guess my big issue is, okay, fine. If toys are, toys are not essential and action figures aren't essential. I understand that, but it's essential to us. Yeah. If I want to spend my money on it, I'm going to spend my money on it. So upgrade the technology, have it so we can buy the damn stuff. I don't want to buy everything from Amazon. No, because even for me, I don't do Amazon prime. I figure I have enough things I pay for that, you know, like I pay for Crave, I pay for Disney Plus, I pay for Bell, I pay for, you know, I'm not paying the extra whatever to get Prime. I have enough crap I can watch as far as that. And I don't really care about the free shipping because I usually purchase more than 35 bucks to get the free shipping on Amazon anyways. But I don't want to, go through all the hassle of buying something online on Amazon when you have local retailers have it. It's sitting in town. Yep. Um, You know, same like, as far as buying stuff online, I think the the best one that kind of shows an accurate representation of what's on the shelf has been EB Games. You go onto the EB Games website, you look for something, you check on the stock tracker, it will tell you what store it's in. Yeah. And like, yes, that's pretty handy that they have that. I know that, yes, like you can go on to the Toys R Us one and select your store, but then it comes back down to the, okay, great, it might be in the store, but it's not on the site. Yeah. So if it's not on the site, that doesn't help me. The EB one, you're right, it's good because you can see, like, it'll say in store pickup only. Or, or you know, so you click on it and for store availability, and you can see a whole map of the whole country. Yep. And um, 
well, when I bought my corporate commander helmet, because I've been looking, you know, I, I checked the GI Joe part of, of the games all yep. the time. And I looked and I, I knew corporate commander was sitting in Alliston. So I went to Alliston for a reason because I wanted to get cyborg Spider-Man. Yeah. I picked it up. I, I knew corporate commander was there cause I already seen it on the website and the helmet's sitting there looking at me. So I bought it. And then when I went home the next morning, I just thought, oh, I'll just check. I look for Cobra Commander Helmet. I click on it. And Alliston turned from a green check mark to a red X. Yep. Because they had one. Yeah. So to me, it's like, okay, they are livestock tracking. Yep. And I don't know why places like Walmart. And the other problem with Walmart, you go into the Walmart website. Now, I got lucky with Panthor. I bought Panthor on Walmart.ca. Yep. Uh, I checked another website. Um, that showed it was in stock. It's it's one of these ones that runs whatever algorithm to figure out. One of the stock tracking type websites, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had saw that there was 20, 20 Panthors available at Walmart online. So I took a chance. I ordered, ordered it from walmart.ca and it shipped and I got it. But you go onto the Walmart website and you're looking and it becomes a marketplace. So it's yeah. selling all this other crap from other vendors. Oh, yeah. And well, you think it's going to come from Walmart. And, but well, even some of the stuff... Well, I started wondering, you look and say, what, why is this action figure $200 from Walmart? Yeah. Because it's not come from, coming from Walmart. It's coming from a, a secondary seller. And then you click... Now, they do have the toggle button that you click on it, and then you say, you know, available in stores. But especially like G.I. Joe Classified... Some of that, like Destro, Destro kind of became a chase figure because everyone was wanting him and there wasn't a lot of them. Yep. And if you went into store and never found him, he would be 30 bucks. But on the Walmart website, he's 47. Yeah. So are they jacking up the price to screw over collectors? Like it just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when a mass market seller like Walmart is selling their regular retail collectibles that should just be regular retail value at aftermarket prices. Yeah. So they shouldn't, you know, say, okay, they shouldn't be selling them as an aftermarket price person because they're the retailer. They should be selling at retail value uh, price. If you go to like a comic book store or someplace like that, you you can make the argument that they're, you know, if they put boost their price up, you know, I still have a hard time on new stuff that's set at market value versus retail price there, but they're a small independent store usually, so you can understand the argument. Yep. Just means I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. No, I can see like a small brick and mortar. You know, it's they can sell whatever the, the demand is. Yep. But, you know, you go into a, a big box chain store. <laughs> They who shouldn't. can get whatever as much stock as they want from someone like Hasbro to them for them to then sit on it and make them and then artificially inflate the market value they, yeah. that wouldn't that's well that'd you, be wrong you go on to stocktrack.ca and you look at uh, master universe stuff and Walmart is showing that they have almost a thousand battle cats in stock <laughs> what do you call a thousand battle cats oh it's a group of crows is a murder oh that that's a peg warmer. Oh, there you go. That's a peg yeah. warmer. But no, I guess that's my, my big gripe. Like to me, action figures and collectibles. And 
even you want to expand past just okay, we're tales from the collectiverse, so that's what it, that's what our focus is on action figures, collectibles, that kind of stuff. But you expand that. Why is the craft section closed at Walmart? You know, I'm sorry if you crocheting a, a whatever, if that makes you happy and it keeps you from walking down the street with a machete and taking it out on people, then it should be essential. Yeah. I feel I, I feel bad for kids right now. I'm trying to have a kid's birthday party right now. Yep. We're going to buy balloons. Well... And I've, I've read that recently online too, is you go into the dollar stores and everything is roped off except for, you know, the food and essentials. But the other odd thing is I've also heard, and I haven't gone in like, fine. I've been a good boy during this whole lockdown going in for like food and stuff only, but you go into say the dollar store and the hunting and camping supply is is locked down because it's non-essential well what if you need a flashlight you know there's other little things you want to look out past this um like why are hardware stores not open to me they're essential and if you say oh well you know have your toilet break in the middle of a pandemic and tell me your toilet isn't essential yep at back at christmas time when we were shut down and locked down half my house the power didn't work and I thought I had a main breaker gun. Okay. So try ordering a breaker online in the middle of the pandemic on New Year's Eve. It's not possible. Yeah. Now, it ended up being another problem that was a Ontario Hydro problem, not mine. It was out at the Transformer, not in my house. Oh, that's good. But to me, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry. Anything that happens in your house, like say if even a bathroom tap goes, you need it. I'm not going to order online and, oh, well, okay, you know, like the hardware stores have curbside pickup. But a lot of them is a three-day processing time. I'm not waiting three days to get a tap for my bathroom. Yeah. So it's that's a frustrating thing, I think, you know, and I think that discussion goes past action figures and collectibles. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, there's a lot more things that could be deemed essential because I believe they are. But... um as far as what this podcast is about, I understand toys are not, are not essential, but make it easier for us to buy it online. Well, at the very least, it comes down to, you know, you think that these, you know, the retailers, the suppliers, they want us to buy these things. That's why yep. they make them. Yeah. So make it easier for us to get them in our hands. Yeah. So in the short run, fix your damn website so we can buy the crap. Yeah. I want to give you my money. Yeah. Take my money. Make it easier it. for me to give it to you. But anyways, if you have a thought or feeling on this app, on this issue, just uh, drop us a message on, uh, on our uh, tales from the Collectiverse Instagram page. We're still working at getting something through Facebook, but, uh, that's always the true North nerds Facebook page. You can find us there with our, all of our stuff there. Just post yep. there. message us through that too. Yep. Message us through there and, but, uh, you know, let us uh, know your opinions and uh, even actually when it comes down to Instagram as well, tag us on there, show us your collections. Uh, have we spent what we're going to do on this episode? Anything else you want to talk about before we sign off? No, I think I'm good. You know, it's a little shorter than normal, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, well. Give everybody a break. Yep. Well, we want it nice and easy and 
it's too hot outside. It's yeah, nice, it's actually beautiful a day. Nice warm day, so it's time to uh, crack into another beer and enjoy the afternoon and have some burgers. So. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, uh, how about some plugs? So you plug away first. Okay. So you can find me uh, every other week on uh, the main podcast at True North Nerds. And then uh, you know, I'll post uh, photos and stuff on our Instagram at Tales from Collectiverse. And you can find um, my main cosplay stuff on Snowhawk Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook and Vero, Twitter, Pinterest, everywhere. Are Just, you on Pinterest? I have a Pinterest page. I don't use it that much. <laughs> I figure I will put the Snowhawk brand on every social media available. Slap it out there. I might as well tie it up versus somebody grabbing my name first. So, no, if you merchandising people, merchandising. Type in Snowhawk Cosplay, you'll find me somewhere, Uh, and also on Tales from the Collectiverse on the Instagram. So, uh, haven't posted too much lately, but there hasn't been too much. What's in the box? Yeah. Um, But uh, we're gonna have some new content coming up here because we have some boxes and we have to figure out what's in them. Exactly. And uh, anyways, other than that, so thank you for tuning in to episode four here, and let's kick her over to Rex to send us home. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay. Cosplay.